Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, July 14th. A lifelong practice. Today's scripture reading is Psalm 146 from the Message Translation, which reads, Hallelujah! O my soul, praise God. All my life long, I'll praise God, singing songs to my God as long as I live. Don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and no real blessing. God made sky and soil, sea and all the fish in it. He always does what he says. He defends the wrong. He feeds the hungry. God frees prisoners. He gives sight to the blind. He lifts up the fallen. God loves good people, protects strangers, takes the sides of orphans and widows, but makes short work of the wicked. God's in charge, always. Zion's God is God for good. Hallelujah. This is God's Word. Open your Bible to the Psalms. Pray them sequentially, regularly, faithfully across a lifetime. This is our prescription, our challenge this week. 150 inspired prayers and songs to engage with over a lifetime, sequentially, regularly, faithfully. Who knows what anchoring passages you will happen upon just at the time you need them, and not just in the well-worn, familiar places. Though, don't discount these either. There's a reason why they are well-worn, familiar places. The key here is to develop your own approach, your own pace and rhythm, as you seek to engage all of the Psalms regularly over a lifetime. Mackie and Collins strongly urge us not to randomly hopscotch or Bible roulette our way through the Psalms, but to encounter them as they were composed and arranged, because... Well, they were composed and arranged this way for a reason. Wisdom would dictate leaning into that compositional and arranging rationale rather than bucking it for one of our own devising. The authorial and editorial team, they just might have known what they were doing. Peterson mentioned liturgical traditions that have prayer books to guide them through a monthly cycle of praying the Psalms daily, while the rest of us can easily mark the Psalms into 30 or 60 daily sections to guide an orderly monthly or bi-monthly praying of all the Psalms. I've tried a five-psalm-a-day path of reading the Psalms so that I can get through them all in one month's time, stretching out that overall five-hour reading time over a more doable 30 days. Okay, there, there are benefits to that, especially in your initial encounter with the Psalms as you break down the walls of unfamiliarity. But ultimately, it feels like getting through them rather than really experiencing them. Especially when you have 176 verses of Psalm 119 thrown into the mix of one day's five-psalm reading. So, I would suggest a slower, more deliberate pace that makes space. 
for you to absorb each psalm a bit more effectively, to experience it, recite it aloud as poetry is meant to be recited, to play with it, to dally over it. For me, this has meant just taking one psalm a day, and not to be legalistic about it being every day. Embrace the freedom to let some air in there. Spread it out. They aren't going anywhere. This isn't a race, nor is it an endurance contest. So, relax. Aim at reading one psalm a day. This will enable you to pray through the entire anthology of the psalms in six months, even if you don't get to them on 30 of those days. Then you can turn around and start again. Just how might such an ongoing apprenticeship of experiencing all the psalms sequentially, regularly, faithfully, twice a year impact you and your prayer life, especially after, say, five years, ten years, twenty years, fifty years? Take the long view and pace yourself. Also, refresh the script. Try taking this journey using some different translations, or really go crazy and learn Hebrew so you can read them as they were actually written. There's nothing like it, believe me. And perhaps throw in some other devotional helps, such as the two-volume set of prayers inspired by each of the 150 Psalms, written by Ryan Whitaker-Smith and Dan Wilt, Sheltering Mercy, which is Psalms 1-75, through and Endless Grace, Psalms 76-150. through Read and pray the psalm, then read and pray their prayer that flows from that same psalm. It's a great way to apprentice yourself to the psalms, daily, regularly, faithfully. And for goodness sake, when you do get to Psalm 119 with its 22 sections of eight verses each, give yourself a break by breaking it into more bite-sized pieces. I find breaking it into groups of three provides a nice week-long meditation and prayer on the value of Scripture, which is what that longest of all Psalms and chapters in Scripture is all about. But the key here is to find your own pace and rhythm. Find what works for you and be prepared for that to change as you and the seasons of life through which you're passing change. Stay flexible. Let this be more fun than forced. But whatever you do, open your Bible to the Psalms. Pray them sequentially, regularly, faithfully across a lifetime. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what might be a doable and enjoyable rhythm and practice for you to engage with all the Psalms, sequentially, regularly, and faithfully over a lifetime? When will you get started? Lord, Let me not be a stranger to this toolbox you have so carefully crafted and assembled for us to prayerfully employ in this profound and challenging work of being human. Teach me the rhythm of the Psalms. Help me to hear their cadence, to move to their beat, whether of praise or lament, whether of confidence or contrition or confusion. Take words and bring them with you, says the prophet of old. Show me how best to access and deploy 
these words. As I approach you, as I face life, as I encounter humanity so much like sheep without a shepherd, school me in the Psalms, Lord, through your mercies. <laughs>